Okay. So, it's Halloween. It's actually the first day of November in the year 2021 here. But it's actually the 31st of October in the year 2021 over in the Northern Hemisphere. And it's Halloween. And it's a very powerful and a very interesting and a very thought-provoking time when the veil between the light and the dark thins to the nth degree. And I want to share a, a story with everybody based on somebody who came to me in the last 24 hours and said, I've been having these really, really vivid dreams, Mike, and they've been so real to me and I can actually feel the flutter of this bird's wings around my, my head and I know that I can literally reach out and touch this apparition which is manifesting in my physical reality. And what I want to say to sort of prequel this particular discussion and story is that I don't want to come from an alarmist point of view this is something that is very much my own personal observation and I need it to be treated in that manner with respect. This is not designed in any way, shape or form to be anything for the collective. It's more for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear to understand the deeper meta-language, the deeper metaphors that are embedded in the transmission I'm about to make. So what I said to my friend Mark is, is, is how do I basically come to you in this audio message without creating an alarmist situation? Well, the fact that you're sending me this information on Halloween night and this Halloween being the 31st day of October is quite a major and somewhat auspicious occasion. It is a portal that has been very carefully opened in order to flood a kind of a number of battlements and spirit animals and aligned and fearless spirit warriors in through this wormhole gateless gate in an effort to bleed more light into the dark. Because this Halloween is really about the dark making a really big final move. And I put it down to a mixture of draconian, reptilian, insectoid, and even some rather subversive Pleiadian and Arcturian groups all working together in an effort to execute this Halloween plan. Now these groups have developed this technology known as replicant technology which can move familiar things in our lives back and forth through a circuit break that is evident in the illusory nature of time which a lot of us are feeling at the moment and this is why the phone doesn't ring. My phone just doesn't ring anymore. People aren't responding to me. People have actually somewhat forgotten who I am in a lot of ways. And even though I've been pushing a little bit on Telegram with worthy insights and, and some deeper truths and reminding people that if they can tune into the higher frequency of truth, they can actually protect themselves from the anomalous frequencies, this new 
hidden 6G beaming into our Wi-Fi routers, which is a more advanced form of MKUltra or mind control. But the point is that there is a suffocation taking place between the in-breath and the out-breath. And for you, my friend, to be witnessing a black out in your very lucid, very visceral and real dreaming is very auspicious. The owls are not what they seem. According to the dystopian Lynchian prophecy so aptly portrayed in the meta universe of both Twin Peaks and Fire Walk With Me. For anybody who wants to understand the dichotomy between the light and the dark, the light forces and the dark forces, probably the best analogy based in a media that is easier to digest and understand would be to look at the dichotomy that exists between the Black Lodge and the White Lodge that simultaneously can cross over their, their different dimensional boundaries when certain planets align in the night sky. And to watch Twin Peaks and to watch the prequel Fire Walk With Me will give anyone who has a element of curiosity a bit of a deeper insight into what is actually readily available. So I feel that this is a good reflection of this type of suffocation between the in-breath and the out-breath that a lot of us are experiencing. Now through the gates of future's past, the magician longs to see. One chance out between two worlds, fire walk with me. So what I said to Mark based on that insight, based on that metaform, is the owl represents the break in the circuitry between the illuminated light pulse and the darker emotionally devoid light pulse. We are the electrically charged particle beams circulating within our illuminated light bodies, if that makes sense to most. So you're being asked to choose and because you're an articulate mind and because you're very aligned to a much higher octave of resonance in this human experience and because of the way you're able to articulate your expressions, your feelings, your experiences with a, a deeper clarity than most, this dark owl wants to possess your inner thoughts. So what it's asking to do by turning up in your dreams at this time during this Halloween veil, this lifting of a deeper amnesia that humanity has been experiencing for epochs now. It's asking you to make a covenant with it. Now I've learned recently through the right research and through looking at the, the right practitioners that understand um, the deeper connection that humans have with the greater history, if you like, of planet Earth, of Gaia, that as soon as we're born, the so-called pinprick to the heel of the baby, which is supposedly the recognition of a new soul incarnated on Earth, is actually a complete falsehood. In fact, 
that particular heel pinprick of drawn blood is put on a microscopic glass plate and that blood sample is sent to the Vatican and it creates a blood covenant which actually has a dollar value. It has a monetary value. Now remember we live, we operate, we are part of this 3D illusory reality and so we still deal in money, currency. So money, whether we're selling souls, whether we're trafficking women and children, it's still a currency that is exchanged for goods and services. So once you make this blood covenant with the Vatican, which is in my view the most distorted, most heinous elitist group on the planet, and how the Christian ethic has been heavily manipulated as a, a doctrine and or rule book evident in the distorted expressionism of religion today, the minute you make that blood covenant, you immediately assign yourself to being traded on the human stock soul exchange. The human stock soul exchange. So we're all nothing more than trading stamps on the human soul exchange. And then depending on how much negative force and how much darkness you actually accumulate during your incarnation on the earth, because it's really not about the, the light from their perspective, it's actually more focused on the darker agendas. The dark is where the money and the exchanges are made. Your soul harvested at birth for their purposes of cashing you in when you do finally die, that is, shake off the mortality of your flesh vehicle, has a certain value. Depending on your value will also ensure what particular recycled incarnation you'll go through and embody next in your journey. And this, my friend, is something that nobody really knows or actually talks about. Now, there are a few select, admittedly, but when you have been elevated now to the point where you are highly protected and highly isolated, a high frequency aligned and fearless energy warrior as I find myself to be, you are told a lot of information that refutes what most people in the light working community believe to be true and therefore forms the cornerstone of their belief structures. Now I firmly believe after all of these different incarnations, all of these past life experiences of, of being so many negative elemental expressions that there is no such thing as a benevolent angelic realm. There is no such thing as a set of goodwill ambassadors from other planets and or other dimensions. They are not there to support us. They are simply there to generate an illusory reality that's being reinforced right now with the addition, if you like, of the deceptive energy of Neptune in Pisces and of course this major third square of Uranus to Saturn, not to mention this Pluto-Saturn conjunction, not to mention this Saturn and Jupiter conjunction that has been ongoing since late 2019. This is a visceral deception where the underworld and our place in it 
becomes a reflection of what we believe to be our planar reality. So my friend, the black owl is asking you to succumb to its charms. It is making promises to you in your dreaming. It is telling you that if you allow yourself to become taken over with this mind control, um, which is a very well disguised form of MK Ultra, of deep mind manipulation, and I can certainly talk to you and others a lot about that, as I know a lot more about its beginnings, um, its expectations, its agendas, its responsibilities, having experienced so much of it in recent times. So if you really want to know the real depth of what MKUltra was originally designed for, how it ties directly into remote viewing, how it ties into nearly every assassination of a worthy political or socially conscious figurehead has been made during our entire histology, then please reach out through the usual channels and let me know what you feel you would need to know or better understand. At the end of the chat, at the discussion, I'm going to share a, a very powerful Halloween invocation which you can kind of call a meditation if you like, where we are denying permission to any promissory contracts which is made with any of the so-called artificial intelligence, the AI interfaces that are very cleverly disguised in a deceptive bubble and framework under the darker eight sphere alliances of Google, Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, WhatsApp, Amazon, etc., etc., etc. All of these different so-called social institutions and their accumulative social standing mandates all have a level of numerical value and currency attached to them and are part of the promissory agreements that we make willingly every day. Therefore, they form a part of the blood covenant that you're making. So you should consider before you go to bed, before you finally close your eyes and succumb to the powerful nature of the dreaming, that if you deny all permissions, you deny permission for infiltration, you deny permission for manipulation, you deny permission for hijacking of your soul, you deny the alteration and or the negative energetic, energetic shift of your spirit. You deny all these things. And I do know there is actually a document, a three to four page document that you can get your hands on, which you can notarize in your own blood and simply take back your sovereign power from any induced coma-like agreements that you've made willingly or without consent. Because when you're in a state of zombiedom, which is where most of the populace lie at the moment, so wrapped up in their fight or flight, their need to chase their safety and security in an effort to remain somewhat balanced in this illusory 3D human expression, you 
get to a point where you become comatose, when you become so suppressed to the point where you can't move your muscles, where you can't respond in a physical manner to the pressure of your physicality being shut down. This is that whole kind of uh, laying there and feeling completely powerless because you know that there is a third party entity or some level of Archon expression that is endeavoring to hijack your, your, your vehicle, your spacesuit. This is the means by which they gain your consent. If you consent, then they can continue their ongoing nefarious plans. Now, it's a simple fact that if we never consented to agreeing to the mandates of vaccines and the mandates of political suppressionism, totalitarianism, Machiavellianism, and of course this fascism that's now very much part of the driving force of every government's agenda for the control of its people on the planet, then you cannot be manipulated. You cannot be taken over. You cannot be hijacked in any way, shape or form. So this blackmail, this spiritual dual, duality of spiritual, this blackmail that the black owl is something that you need to somewhat murder in your own sleep because it wants to murder you. But it wants to murder you by attacking your knowledge, your beliefs, attacking your wisdom, and attacking, most importantly, your free will as a multi-dimensional human being with almost royal, almost beyond sovereign-like power. We are the most powerful beings on this planet, but we continue to consent and give our power away every day. Now, while this black owl is endeavoring to try to take you out of the equation, what you need to do, brother, is lure it into a false sense of security, allow it to come in to your energy field, and then with both hands, take it by the neck and strangle it till it has no further life in it. Whatever you can extinguish in your dreaming will extinguish in your physical reality. Energy follows intention. Intention will follow energy. Now, you're not the only one that's getting this so-called subconscious attack right now from the lower astral realm or this 4D manipulated human experience. I'm hearing it from many other normal, everyday people. This apparition is very real and there is something incredibly deeply rooted in a somewhat ritualistic, somewhat cannibalistic type of modality and process that is being reinforced during this really, really heavy and dense Halloween time. So many of us who are dreaming at night are going through these somewhat forced or mandatory ritual blood 
ritual type things. And we are using fear in order to drive fear in children, in people who are less fortunate than ourselves. And it's becoming so incredibly clear. And it doesn't surprise me for one second that Halloween is the vehicle by which they're using this to infiltrate people's dreaming. Because Halloween, which is of course in the histology, was when the decree made by the Council of Nicaea, by Constantine, to go out on this particular night and murder the Knights Templar with perfect and pure orchestrated precision. So this is very much a reflection of the murder of our soul. Our human soul is under attack and we are being driven to the point of madness because we are so isolated, we are so removed from a deeper level of human contact. And as I said, for me, it's reflected in the fact people don't call, people don't text, people don't communicate and you feel ostracized from society, you feel ostracized from community groups because you're not playing the game. You're not towing the line. And because of that, you are being persecuted, you are being oppressed, and more importantly, in the language of the mind in the so-called English Western speak, you are being punished. I can't put it any more simply than that. Now, if you were to ask me where my head is at after I had the Yipa beings, the custodians of the water tributaries in the core of the earth visit me in my dreaming and told me that they're going to shut off the flow of water, the free flow valve of the water systems from the core of Gaia, from entering into the water tributaries and into the replenishing pools, rivers and lakes and streams because they feel that humanity is not only continuing at a rapid rate to continue to drive off the cliff into the abyss, but it's now actually weaponizing water, weaponizing food, weaponizing the weather, weaponizing the medical profession, weaponizing the financial institutions, weaponizing cryptocurrency, weaponizing the blockchain, blockchain technology that's designed to protect us from infiltration, from being stolen from, from being hijacked. And this is all becoming incredibly visceral and clear during this Halloween period. This is when the dark bleeds into the light. But we all have the power to cease and desist this order of manipulation during this Halloween period where we celebrate the trick-or-treat, the giving to the apparition of the darker side of our shadow selves, very playfully presented in the form of goblins and witches and ghosts and, you know superheroes and, and other 
false light apparitions that we dress our children in and send out into the, the world to be visited by strangers and for them to visit strangers in the process. There's something very wrong with that. There's something that doesn't really have a sentient expression about that. This list that I just spoke about is absolutely endless. And I cannot begin to tell you how terrifying it really is. And this is going to continue to be reinforced by this powerful nodal axis taking place. This powerful third square of Uranus to Saturn. This really, really uh, rampant and somewhat rife Neptune underworld energy being very cleverly hidden in the oceans of the pure pure waters of Pisces. Then the only thing that's keeping me going, you know, your humble narrator, if you like, for the alchemy of grace, is to stay in the moment and allow my love, my passion for, for, the, for the music, that's what drives me is the music. Music is frequency. Frequency is the connective tissue or the cord of attachment that I use every day to connect my soul to nature. And therefore it is the nature that is helping me to rewrite my future by embodying the new material, the new music that I'm creating and co-creating with other souls on the planet and eventually to present that new material in a way that has an even stronger spirit message than it ever did before. There are so many ways that we can use in an effort to reclaim the true essence of who we are during this Halloween period. And then in 24 hours it will turn over and we will be deep in the first days of November. So we will be deep in the stinging tail of Scorpio season. And Scorpio season always is the herald, is the Mercury-like messenger of what is coming with the eclipses which I spoke about in my last chat when I discussed sentient expression and our ties to our emotionality. I firmly believe that the year 2022 is indeed the master builder. The two and the two and the two in numerology is six. And within the so-called Christian ethic, six is the number of the beast in the so-called 3D distorted vibrational frequency. But six is also the mark of the morning star. It is the mark of the planet Venus. And Venus is the forecast of the future. She embodies the new human experience. She embodies us finally emerging from the birthing canal that we've all been in during this very revelatory exercise during the 
COVID-19 spamdemic. This is part of our normal experience on earth. It's part of our normal human expression now. But if you like, and if you can align to the true embodiment of this new human experience, this new wide timeline filled with abundance, purity, and most importantly, the currency of truth, then we can, in fact, complete the full rebirth of our beautiful planet Gaia. So I'm really glad that my friend Mark reached out to me and triggered this desire deep within my heart space, deep within my sovereign integral to want to come on wisdom and share this no holds barred for those who have eyes to see and ears to hear. Because the information exchanged is not for everyone, not by a long stretch. This is deeply rooted alchemy. This is really about rising through our misfortunes, through our misconceptions, through our misunderstandings to arrive on the other side of the rainbow bridge holding the 13 rays of the rainbow. So I'm really humble and I'm grateful to you, my brother, for compelling me to share this with the listeners on this app. And I felt compelled to help you to better understand what this black owl, what this darker apparition during this Halloween period really is representing to you. Now I'm going to give everyone who is still listening a means, a, a mode if you like, a, a physical tool by which to claim your sovereign power back. And I've now told you in no uncertain terms what your options are to refute, to refuse, to dissolve, to dissipate any of these intentions that are not there serving your true and your highest good. So in concluding my advice, and this is to anyone who has reached out recently, anyone who wants to take a deeper dive or ask for guidance or assistance or access to um, the repository of wisdom that I share with the world every day, is take a glass of water Put it next to your bed, put a stone, and it doesn't have to be any particular stone, it doesn't have to be a crystal or a gemstone, just, just a stone that has your intent, which is a reflection of the physicality of the earth immersed in the water. Put the stone in a glass that you have a respect for, so choose something from the cupboard that is ornate, that has a somewhat higher spiritual value, there it is, a, a glass that has a higher spiritual value and put your stone in it. 
Now, if you can now, put it next to your bed and go to sleep as you normally would. Potentially leave the window open if you can. Because not only are you allowing the spirit realm to come in to try to do their worst, because by understanding what their plan is, what their agenda is, you're refuting it. You're denying its execution. So because not only are you allowing the spirit realm to come in to try and do their worst, but you'll also be giving them the opportunity through intention alone to escape through the same window. So, a glass of water, an ornate glass, a stone in which to capture the energy, an open window, and preferably all mobile phones, smartphones, Wi-Fi and router signals turned off at the wall, and then when you wake, carefully remove the stone, put the stone next to your bedside table, take the glass of water out to your toilet, do not look at the water, do not look in the mirror at yourself holding the glass uh, accidentally, which you can, and I've done it before myself, see yourself carrying the so-called glass with the water. Now open the toilet lid without looking and without thinking about it and pour the glass of water into the toilet and state clearly with intention, I flush away all negative shadow aspect from my sleep space. Once you have done this, flush it, continue to look away and never once to look to see what it is you're doing. If you spill it all over the toilet lid, which you can do, that's fine. The fact is that you are intentionally removing it now. Flush it away. Go back to the basin and gently with a, a very light stream of water if you can, fill the glass slowly and invocate that you are creating a force field of protection around you. I will give you the exact words that I use every day which protect me every single day and protects my soul and keeps my soul from splitting or fragmenting from spirit when it gets hijacked overnight. And most of us don't know that that happens. That's a clear experience that takes place. And I do this because I do a lot of astral traveling. I move effortlessly um, without shape or form through many dimensional stargates while I'm in my dreaming, which is where all my knowledge comes from for those who are willing to ask. So as I'm filling the glass, I clearly state, within this purified water, I create a force field of protection against all dark shadow aspect, against all Archon energies, all EMF frequencies, all dimensional and interdimensional beings that do not have my true nor my higher service in their higher service, nor love me unconditionally. And I ask Lord Anubis to come down and protect me in my sleep space. I then go back to the bedroom, take the stone, and as I drop it into the purified water, I simply again state, and you can use whatever deity you use or archetype that you use to give you confidence in your devotional practice, your spiritual practice if you like. State again, Lord Anubis protect my sleep, Lord Shiva protect my dreaming. 
And so I do ask these archetypes for me, who are the blue people. Remember, the blue people are the original sentient versions of ourselves before we were overrun, if you like, and become totally immersed in, in the technocrat age and the AI um, infiltration. Before we broke skin colour and we were separated into Caucasian, Indigenous and of course black people. This is what our Indigenous brothers and sisters clearly refer to as the original birth of ego. So what we're doing is we are refuting, we are repelling all promissory contracts, all blood covenants of any kind, and we're using an intended purified force field of water to action that for us. And that way we can action and ensure that we can ne never be attacked in any way, shape or form. So I hope that will really help you as you pass through this dark night of the soul, this Halloween veil, into the new illuminated light of the new day, the new dawn. And I want to thank everybody who tuned in. I want to thank everybody who's maybe had their curiosity peaked for the very first time. And if you want to take a deeper dive into what I'm all about, there's plenty of links there on the profile allowing you to immerse yourself in some deeper alchemy of grace teachings. So sending you all my blessings for a really illuminated and purified Halloween experience. You take care. Love from my heart to your heart. And namaste.